Now playing Movie Reviews in 20 Qs. Hello, good people, and welcome to the podcast Movie Reviews in 20 Qs, the show where we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. Now, unfortunately, I've got none of my usual this week. Instead, they've saddled me with a couple of blue famers still fresh out of Quantico for a partner, some quarterback punks, Johnny Unitas or something. Actually, it's Fuzzy Dan and Doody Dutram from the Shake and Not Nerd podcast. How are you, boys? Hello, we're very well. Thank you for having us. So, on a car who, hee hee. Oh, thanks again for coming on. Um, first up, Duty. I heard you're a real blue flame special, aren't you, son? Young, dumb, and full of cum. I know, I know. Uh, I used to be full of cum, then I got married, and then for some reason, once the <laughs> testicles came off, the cum just stopped. Um, uh, yes, I'm, I'm, well, I'm. And this was the point at which Sam realized never to use a quote from the movie to introduce anyone ever again. Sort of full of cum, I guess. <laughs> How full Wait, of cum? saying cum. Like, enough How cum full of jam. cum am I full of? Like a vat? A jar? <laughs> I mean, you're, you're definitely a mason I, jar. I, I sort of like the Die Hard 3 challenge with the gallons of water, but cum. Like, you got a five gallon and a three gallon, and you've got to get four gallons. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I was you wondering explain. how long. I was wondering how long this podcast would take before the wheels come off. And congratulations, <laughs> you beat Paul and Wayne. They actually managed to make it to the first question, but uh, no, you guys are doing well. <laughs> and of course, the other one, Fuzzy Dan, yes. who picked this movie. Now, Dan, I actually heard a story about you. I heard you were taking shrapnel and Kaysan when Doody was crapping in his hands and rubbing it on his face. Is that true? Pretty much, I am the old hand at the wheel, the steady hand of Shaken Not Nerd. That's what they call me, old steady hands. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've been an experienced campaigner with this movie for many, many years. And as an older gentleman, um, I love it. So He's the man who actually made me watch the film as well. Right? Prior to that, I had not watched the film. You'd never seen the film before this? No, I'd only seen the... I, I, I went... Uh, shit, it was like 2007, I went on a New Zealand trip, and like I woke up on a bus, and they were playing Point Break, and it was literally shooting in the air... The shooting in the air scene. and went, well, I've seen the best part of the film, and went back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that one point from Hot Fuzz and went back to bed. His favourite film of all time is Hot Fuzz, which is pretty much just Point Break in an English countryside. It is not. It's the same movie. It, it's like that, it, Everything about Hot Fuzz is great because of Point Break. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it either, man. That flummoxes me. Duty, holy <laughs> hell. Welcome to the conundrum, which is my four gallons of cum brain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> how to follow that uh, now usually what we do on this podcast is we usually give everyone a plot for the film and the most recent rule we've introduced is a um, whoever's watched the movie recently has to give us a plot and then we sort of pick holes in how much they remember the film but I'm going to give you guys something different I'm going to give you guys a flowchart and what I want you guys to answer is just yes or no for this flowchart and what this flowchart is is are we watching Point Break or are we watching The Fast and the Furious <laughs> Uh, so okay, so first up, is the hero a puckish young FBI agent? Yes. Yes. Does he deduce that extreme sportsmen are responsible for a rash of crimes? <laughs> yes. Yes. Do we see the main characters drinking Corona? Yes. <laughs> Does he track them by going undercover and take part in their sport? Yes. yes. Does he initially target the wrong set of criminals? Yes. yes. Does he fall in love with a waitress in the villain's circle? Holy shit. <laughs> Mine, yes. yes. <laughs> does he bond with the main criminal over shrimp in a beach restaurant? Yes, yeah. he does. Okay. Does the gang blow his cover and then coerce him into helping them with one last job? <laughs> yes. yes. 
Does it go badly wrong with half the gang getting badly wounded? <laughs> well, they they get badly dead, so yes, yeah. I would say yes. Yep. <laughs> After this bloodbath, does the hero let the villain go free at the end like some kind of massive idiot? Yes. yes. <laughs> and is Vin Diesel in it? No. See? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We're watching Point Break. We're not watching Fast and the Furious. I, I have expected like Vin Diesel to be an extra as a kid on the beach or something. Like, hey, Mud, let me get the balls. <laughs> Little baby Vin Diesel. He's yeah. five years old. He still sounds like that. <laughs> still bald. <laughs> so there we go. There's the flow chart of are you watching Point Break or are you watching Fast and the Furious, which accurately describes the plot of both films, except for the fact Vin Diesel is in Fast and the Furious, of course. Now, what we also do on this podcast is we give a score out of 10,000, and this week I'm going to give it um, scores out of 10,000 surfboards. We'll keep it simple. Yep. So, Duty, as a guy who hadn't really seen it before, why don't you give us a score out of 10,000 surfboards for the film Point Break? Uh, I'm going to give it 7,236. Oh, blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had seen it, but it was like, you know, Fuzzy and I had been mates for like, what now, like Four, five, yeah, years, something like about that. that. So like when me and Fuzzy first met, it's like you got to watch Point Break. So I watched it uh, first time. It was like a, uh, and then over multiple viewings, I'm like, okay, yeah, it's getting better and better. But yes, yeah, seventy two, three six, ain't bad. Anywho, <laughs> <laughs> it's a score. It's better than nothing. What about, what about you, Fuzzy? What would you give this as a score out of ten thousand surfboards? I mean, ten thousand does not feel like that is the appropriate number of surfboards to encapsulate how awesome this fucking movie is. This is, without a doubt, the perfect fucking film. <laughs> this is this is a million and one surfboards. It is just yes, it's just so fucking one. good. Fuck you, Paul. That's right. <laughs> I, there you go, Paul from the Countdown Podcast. Your score's been beaten. Bang. Uh, I, I, I sat down to watch this with my wife this week, and she literally she didn't know what was going on until I put the DVD, and she's like, she high-fived me. She was so fucking excited about watching this film. It's great. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Million and one. Jay. My wife had the exact opposite reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a how can you stomach this late. I love this film. I haven't seen it in a long time. I'm going to give it like 9,412. Mm. It's, it still holds up. Mm. I don't think I'm at the fuzzy level, but it's still an awesome, awesome film, man. Still yeah. fucking awesome. See, now the problem is that he has to defend the film. There is no, there's no need to defend it. It's fucking perfect. So, you know. <laughs> that is why I would never do Hot Fuzz on a podcast. Prove I'm me wrong. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, we're going to kind of get into that because if you haven't heard this podcast before, what we do is we review a movie by asking 20 weird and wonderful questions about it. We do 10 questions that can apply to any film, and then we bring up three personal questions each that we sort of thought of while we're watching the movie and then finish on a listener question. And the question we always started with is a compliment sandwich, which is one thing good, one thing bad, one thing good. Unless you give it a score under 5,000, then it's just bad, good, bad. Or if you give it a score over 10,000, introducing the new Fuzzy Dan rule, you get to give good, good, good. <laughs> so. I do, I, no, I will say I have got the, the a bad com- thing in there. So there is something bad about this film that I don't like. I bet you it doesn't go for longer. I bet you that's what it <laughs> Could, Anyway, oh, Duty, why don't you lead us off? Honestly, you try and throw something out there that Dan might have a heart attack at. That's right. uh, one thing good to give us hot fuzz. See? One thing bad, it gave us Fast and the Furious. And one thing good, it makes me hungry for me, Bull Sub. I mean, I'm hungry now. Um, <laughs> but as if it doesn't make you hungry, not one, but for two meatball subs, because I could smash two meatball subs. Who the fuck could eat two meatball subs? That's, that's a lot of... You get me two meatball subs, I will smash those bastards. Get you two. <laughs> More than Anthony Kiedis loses a foot. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually believe that you would eat two meatball subs. Fuck you yeah, look- I would. I've done it before. 
I'll do it again. <laughs> I literally just had that for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fuzzy Dan, what about you? What's one thing good, one thing good, and one thing good about this film? <laughs> the, the, the good, the, the, the most amazing part about this film, the surfing and the surfing shots, it's just amazing. Especially when you see the stunt doubles that are supposed to be like Keanu Reeves and Patrick Swayze, because they use like five different guys. So you're like trying to pick who it is at that particular time. It's amazing. I love it. Uh, the bad about this film, it is definitely not long enough. It could have gone on for a million years. <laughs> I would have watched them rob banks till the fucking cows come home. And uh, final good about this film, it has the longest skydive ever shown on film, ever. They must have gone from the edge of fucking space uh, to capture that skydive at the end. So, yeah, yeah, it was pretty cool. you can see the uh, parachute under there, (laughs) too. You can definitely see the strings attached. Hunchback in Notre Dame is doing skydiving. (laughs) What could be that? Yeah, good answer to these boys. I'm surprised. I thought this was going to be taken. Uh, Patrick Swayze just fucking rocks in this movie. Oh, I've got a lot to say about him later on. Yeah, Don't you yeah. worry about that. that, that that's, oh, your, yeah. that's your good, yeah? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's brilliant. Like, you know, oh, they're floating on the goodwill from Roadhouse and then he delivers in this as well. I mean, this is just spectacular. Almost said that without laughing. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Duty pulled a face when you said Roadhouse, so <laughs> he's not been initiated into that world yet. Oh, you wait, Duty. <laughs> uh, the bad thing, uh, I was going to say Keanu Reeves' dialogue delivery isn't very good in scenes, but no, I'm going to, nah, it's, it's Keanu, it's what you expect. What I'm actually going to say is the bad thing for me in this was that Keanu Reeves was able to deduce who the bad guys were by a set of butt cheeks about 50 metres out into the harbour. <laughs> Man's got vision like a hawk. <laughs> yeah, he does. He's got vision like a hawk. He saw a guy's ass cheeks out in, the, in like, full butthole as well. I mean, we, we see a full You a see full a butthole. full anus in this, this film at least twice. <laughs> exactly. See a full anus on a black and white screen, and he's able to take that anus and then recognise another anus. 50 metres out into the ocean. I mean, that's, well, it's yeah, a bit of a stretch. I mean, once you've <laughs> seen an anus, I mean, you recognise. That's, I mean, that's phrasing. burned into your retinas, man. That is true. A rectum does burn into your retinas. That's a good point. <laughs> and then final good thing for me, I just love how it's set piece after set piece after set piece. I love how it's like, here you go. Here's the action scene. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's a shootout at an airport. Here's them skydiving. Here's a chase to get on a fucking, a, like, buggy or whatever here they are at the like at bells beach in australia i just love how it's just set piece after set piece after set piece most action movies they just like blow their water on one big set piece not this movie it just keeps blowing and blowing and blowing and that's what you want out of a that's movie that's where their four gallons of cum comes from <laughs> four gallons of cum in a three gallon jug <laughs> exactly uh so yeah that's the compliment sandwich done we're going to move over to question number two uh duty you can you can do the take the honors what's question number two uh which side slash background character straight up had their life ruined as a result of the events in this movie i'm gonna say the guy owning a lawnmower because he's gonna get a need to get a new lawnmower (laughs) Uh, or the random homeowner whose dog now needs to go to the vet or gary Busey's missing dog Yeah, that poor dog that gets just booted just straight oh, up by Keanu Reeves. Eh? It is an off-screen boot, so all you hear is that... <laughs> it's definitely booted dog. I'm sorry, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Simpson, you'll have to put your dog down. What happened? You just got, Keanu Reeves just came to my home and kicked my dog. <laughs> That's good. What about you, Fuzzy? I'm going to say Anthony Kiedis won't be walking for a while. Uh, that guy has no foot. <laughs> that straight, that that foot turns up to straight up bolognese, right? It just like explodes into spaghetti sauce. It's gross. Yeah, I yeah. love it. 
Imagine trying to take that shoe off. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You might be putting another shoe back on. Exactly right. <laughs> He's going to be limping for a while. So, yeah, Anthony Keaton, straight up, man. Yeah, I like that one. I had two as well. I reckon the, um, you know, the girl that was in the house that you know, with all the Nazi surfers or whatever that just goes to answer the door. Yeah. And it's just. Yeah, some dude just like straight up machine guns her through the back to try and hit one of the other guys. I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, that, yeah, feel sorry for her. But the other one is, um, whoever the guy was that was managing that gas station when Bodhi just started torching people with his fucking petrol pump, man. <laughs> don't do it, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, honey, just... how was your day at work? Oh, it was good. Some random dude dressed up as fucking Reagan just came in and started torching everyone with a gas station pump. How was yours? What? <laughs> I totally don't believe that because they have emergency shut-off valves as well. Like, the station owner's not pushing that? No, no, no. Fucking stop trying to poke holes in this thing. It's, it won't work. <laughs> exactly. It was the 90s, man. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan used to burn down petrol stations all the time. No one fucking stopped him. That was exactly. his That was his modus operandi. Jesus. This <laughs> <laughs> is over to question number three. What is it there, Fuzzy? What deep philosophical debate arose in you during this film? Um, and the uh, question was posed uh, early on in this um, by the lovely surf shop owner that told Keanu Reeves that it was, you know, it was great that he was getting into surfing, even at his age. And Keanu said, I'm 25 years old. He's like, yeah, man, it's, it's great. Yeah, you, you're getting into it. I'm like, is it really too old? Because I'm fucked, if that's the case. There's <laughs> a man who started surfing about, Three years ago at age 34? Yeah, fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking little grommet. <laughs> yeah, fuck that little arsehole. The one I had was for me was like, why does everyone just hate Keanu Reeves? Like, everyone. Like, Harp hates him the first second he meets him. Yep. Tyler hates him after she, like, saves his life. Puppas hates him without even seeing him. Yeah. And then there's, there's two other scenes that make me think that everyone legitimately hates Keanu Reeves. There's a bit at the end where he's going down to the beach and we still see people on the beach, people leaving and all this other stuff. And then he straight up gets into a fight with Bodhi and no one runs over to help him. No one runs over to save him or anything like that. <laughs> and they've got other cops that are hanging out there as well that could probably use this as a chance to sweep in. Instead, they're like, nah, we'll just leave him to it. <laughs> I mean, he, it's, it's, maybe it's that pretty boy syndrome. He's a very pretty young man. So like everyone's like, fuck that guy. He can look after himself. It's all the uggos, man, hating on the pretty people. I get a lot. It, it happens. And no one comes to help me. So... <laughs> I dig as well, man. I have that same problem. But Because yeah. <laughs> the, the, the other one, like we mentioned the lawnmower dude. Same thing. Keanu Reeves and you know one of those Nazi surfer dudes or whatever just start brawling onto his lawn. Yeah. And what does he do? He just stands there and watches them. He's like, yeah, fuck Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to move the lawnmower back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. What do you guys got? Uh, I got how can no, Johnny what? Utah learn to surf with a shit knee, which is very knee <laughs> focused. It's a knee. It's a knee heavy sport, it's right? It's a knee heavy sport. Yes, but um, he, it's yeah. all the knees. Like that's what they say. That's famously what they say about surfing. Yeah. It's all in the knees. I'm sitting there going, "Fuck off." <laughs> yeah, that sort of alludes to one of my questions I have later. But yeah, I mean, I as I said, started learning how to surf a couple of years ago, and man, I was like surfing every second or third day for about four or five months, and. Fuck that guy! Is this this movie's bullshit? Probably <laughs> bullshit on that. Also, how does uh, how does Beauty and Utah get out of the bank after he knocks out Doctor Cox? They'd immediately be arrested for assaulting superior officer. Yeah. Immediately be arrested. He had it coming. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. If you didn't want to punch him, like at any stage during that, I wanted to punch him almost immediately. That's Doctor Cox for me. I'd never punch Doctor Cox. Oh. I just accept the insults and then learn and be a better doctor. <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> exactly. Moves us over to question number four, which is the first of our Patreon questions. These are questions that have been submitted to us by you, our wonderful listeners. Uh, for the princely sum of $5 a month, you can get your questions in our first 10. And the first of which comes courtesy of the amazing man is Dave Baker. Dave also has his own Patreon, patreon.com forward slash your favorite, where you guys should go check out and see some awesome, awesome content. And what he would like to know is which character from this film would have an awesome social media presence and on what platform? Uh, Gromit. Gromit's got the, he's like an, a, an Instagram influencer in the making. He's young, he's blonde, he's a surfer. He's going to have a great following right up until the point where he live streams him getting ready for a bank robbery. And then gets busted by the FBI. So, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> Come on, he's a blonde, pretty boy surfer. I mean, of course he's going to be on Instagram. That's not yeah. bad. There we that's go. Not bad. <laughs> I was thinking Bodie would have some sort of Tumblr where he's just like writes his own metaphorical bullshit about you know like anti the man and you got to stick it to the system and all that sort of stuff. And I can imagine people just swallowing that up and thinking he's like some sort of counterculture legend. Yeah, that's the one for me. Yep, Tumblr yeah. is definitely the place for him. <laughs> uh, I got Dr. Cox on TikTok uh, <laughs> to, uh, for, for motivational insults. <laughs> I can see that, actually. Yeah, it'd be great for it. Because they only like, what, like 90 seconds or something? Yeah. He'd be popular as fuck. <laughs> you got squat! <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a good one. Uh, cool, moves over to question number five. What is it, their duty? What scene from this film will last for you the longest? Um, for me, uh, we've already mentioned it. It's Bodie at the gas station with the uh, makeshift flamethrower. Just him sitting there just like, you know. It's it, very Zoolander. It's so fucking good. Yeah. Don't do it, man. It's like, where are these like two meter long fucking like petrol pump things, by the it's way? Like, where not, is that? It's not how petrol and fire works, Dan. <laughs> yes, it is. Shut up. <laughs> it's, it's not how it works at all. It's science. It's fucking great. It's so cool. And it's just this Reagan mask. <laughs> like, it's so cool. Looks like Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons with the flamethrower. He's loving it. He's having such a good fucking time. Whoever the guy was that did that scene was having the best fucking day. So- oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are, there are the classic scenes in this film, but that's, that for me is just picture perfect. I have yeah. a feeling your house is going to burn down. <laughs> Playing with a fucking gas bottle on a barbecue. Maybe. <laughs> The the one for me is again we've mentioned it as well is the bit where Keanu Reeves like has Bodie dead to rights with a gun on him and then rather than shoots him he just fires it straight up in the air and I I realized this as a young kid when I was watching that I was like those bullets have to fucking come down somewhere don't they <laughs> right where are they going they're going straight up in the air someone's just walking his dog and fucking brah, <laughs> dead <laughs> some lady sitting on her porch with her poor dog who's just had his ass kicked and she's like oh my poor little poor little pooch I've got a <laughs> vent and then just boom straight through the forehead like oh my dog what's happened <laughs> brutal uh, yeah I've yeah. got the chase scene as well but I put only thanks to Hot Fuzz oh. <laughs> yep I mean it's iconic it's such a good scene yeah oh, so it is good. a good scene I did like that scene yes and the close up on his eyes and oh emotion it's amazing how Emotion much of a... through a fucking mask. <laughs> exactly. That's what's brilliant about it. Ah, That's how good Swayze is. You can even through the rubber mask, you can see the emotion. Yeah. He can seduce you with his eyes. <laughs> seduce you with his eyes. Oh, yeah. Through the eyes of another president. <laughs> exactly. He can make Reagan sexy. That's how amazing he is. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a Reagan I'd like to fuck. I mean... <laughs> they'll remake this film again and they'll use Donald Trump. <laughs> they probably will, actually. Gross. <laughs> Uh, moves us over to question number six. What is it there, Fuzzy? 
Uh, which side character would make for the best spin-off movie? Dirty, tell us. I put Anthony Kiedis and his missing foot, um, solely because the soundtrack would be fantastic. We'd have Walk by Foo Fighters. We'd have Walk. These boots are made for walking. Walk the line. Walk hard. And Craig David's I'm walking away. True. <laughs> also, the uh, theme song from My Left Foot <laughs> always be better than the right one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like. I'm just imagining like a modern pirate movie with him in it. Hey, eh? he's just got like a pig leg and hanging off the coast of Somalia. Just like, yeah, what's up? I can do that, <laughs> Captain. The server's off the port bow. I remember when I used to surf before Matrix shot off me foot. <laughs> Give it away now. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Uh, the one that I would go for was uh, Agent Deets, who was Tom Sizemore's character. Who shows up uh, oh, yeah. in the house? He's the undercover DEA agent. He's like fizzing off at Keanu Reeves, and it's like, why aren't you fizzing off at Harp? Surely you guys f- communicate these like undercover stings or whatever. Why are you going like mental at the lackey dude? What the fuck has he got to do with anything? Yeah, that's all. That was all Harp's fault, man. They fucked that up. Yeah, that asshole. But yeah, <laughs> I, I still reckon Tom Sizemore as an unhinged DEA agent. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd like you to see that the movie. Film end with them breaking into the house, like. That that's like where the movie ends. So then, like, you just Ooh. watch point break. Like, oh, there that... we go. So it's like a prequel, but it's uh, beside yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch, like... And like the night before the, that scene, he's just like with his missus, and she's like, "I can't be with you anymore. You're in too deep." And he's like, "No, no, no. I've got this all planned out. This one more day on the job." <laughs> he's like, "Just give me one more chance, babe." And she's no, I'm leaving you. Just... <laughs> Fuck it. I'm gonna have beer with my cereal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, life is over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm going to go with mine as well, uh, my side character. It's kind of a side character and a main character as well. It's Rosie and Bodie in, uh, in Mexico. When they go down to like, you know, when they, I came across an unclaimed piece of meat in Baja. Like, I want to see that movie finish with the knife fight and Rosie and Bodie have a knife fight and he cuts them up. That'd be fucking cool. <laughs> Jesus. You and, you and Swayze. <laughs> It'll play out like, it's kind of like Dust Till Dawn. You could do the whole thing. They're escaping down to Mexico. Like yeah, it. no, I can dig it. You've, you've turned me around. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> still have Selma Hayek's foot. Yeah, still sell, <laughs> yeah, Lee Turkison drinking off Selma Hayek's foot. It'll be great. I love it. Sign me up. Hell's yeah. Uh, so that question was also a Patreon question. Came courtesy of Emily Higgins of the Tasteless Podcast. And this one is also a Patreon question. Comes courtesy of Dan Brennick of the Netflix and Swill Podcast. Woo. And he would like to know, how would you guys have incorporated Blink-182's song, All the Small Things, into the movie? Now, Dan has stipulated we're not allowed to just chuck it in the rubbish bin. We've actually got to use it. So <laughs> so what do you guys got? Uh, I've got the ch- uh, chase music through the houses. Like, imagine <laughs> where, like, the music goes, they're fucking running. Uh, and I've also got the music that plays when Bodhi dies. It's definitely a surf training scene for me. Like, that's, you know, Smooth thing, like just jumping up on the surfboard. You're dragging your leg. You're fish food. You know, that, like that's the perfect time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was my first crack at it. My second one was, well, because that video is just so preposterous. You need it for a preposterous scene. Mm. And I was thinking the scene where Pappas and Johnny Utah are going around collecting dudes here off the beach. <laughs> <laughs> at least you didn't knock it, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And the other one of, just saved your life, bro. <laughs> sure, you got a big sucker crawling right in your ear. <laughs> oh, I, know this, I know this film, buddy. Come on. Come oh, in. Yeah. Uh, this is over to question number eight. What is it there, duty? 
What quote from this film would be the worst thing to hear uh, straight after having sex? I've got some good ones. <laughs> There's so many good ones. I've got four pages, so when... <laughs> that's just the rest of my notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got caught my first tube today. <laughs> that would be a waste of time. <laughs> get me two. We take the skid off. I take the skid off chicken, sir, <laughs> and we'll get him when he comes back in. He's not coming back in. <laughs> yes, well done. <laughs> Um, I'm going with my absolute favourite line for the entire film. Speaking to the microphone, squid brain. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with one that you brought up before, Fuzzy, which is came across an unclaimed piece of meat in Baja, turned out to be Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking savage. <laughs> the other one, that doesn't really need much explanation, but it comes courtesy of Peppers, which is, welcome to SeaWorld, kid. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. So much sexual gold. <laughs> Exactly. Um, this is over to question number nine. What is it there, Fuzzy? Um, question number nine. What flavour pizza is this movie? Uh, for me, this is definitely a vegetarian pizza with barbecue sauce. There's Ooh. like, you know, there's the vegetarian, there's the, you know, the altruistic society, but the, you're going to have the heavy man sauce. I like it. Man sauce. So barbecue sauce is man sauce. It is. It's man sauce. <laughs> it's got a bit of a kick to it. Man so that's sauce. man sauce. Ah. That's the other man sauce, yes. Yes. <laughs> the other other sauce. I'm going to remember to order that on my next pizza. I'd like a <laughs> side, side of man sauce. <laughs> yeah, for me, I mean, the answer's easy. It's surf and turf. Ah, yeah, I got surf yep. and turf as well, yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was, the, that was the most basic answer, isn't it, dude? But uh, it's also the right one. I was also going to say, like, eating a seafood pizza, but then, like, you accidentally drop it face down on the sand, and then you just pick it up and keep eating it. <laughs> Does that happen a lot to you? Are you dropping a lot of pizza on sand? Yeah. 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 yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I eat in a sandbox. <laughs> My wife says I have to dust myself off before coming back in the house. <laughs> oh, good shit. And moves us down to our final Patreon question, and the final question that can be applied to any film, which comes courtesy of Holy of the Contrarians podcast, a podcast in which they rage against the runtime Mato's machine. And what Julio would like to know is, what is your most controversial opinion about this film? Come on, Duty, give it to uh, me. Give it yeah. to me. Go, Duty. All right. This film gave me hot fuzz, but it also gave me Fast and the Furious, and I don't think I can forgive it for that. And Ooh. Patrick Swayze is meh. Oh, oh no. Fuck! No, you didn't. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We'll, uh, we'll <laughs> Society is over. <laughs> it's crumbled. The oh, rest wow. of this podcast will be continued by myself and Fuzzy. Uh, goodbye, Duty. <laughs> Just fucking mute him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my controversial opinion about this film uh, is that Keanu shouldn't have let Swayze go at the end. I needed to see him, like, handcuffed to a police car, like, driving off, going, No, the wave! The 50-year storm! <laughs> like, that would have been, like, just denying him access to that. Denied? Like, yeah. Sure. Putting him in a box. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see that, man. That would have been a brutal ending. But it also yeah, meant yeah. we wouldn't have been talking about New Zealand at the end of the film, which is awesome. Which oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time, right? Yeah. Love a good shout I'm not out. Paddle in New Zealand. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> he's not coming back. He throws away the badge. Ugh. Yeah, he's not keeping his badge after he punched fucking Dr. Cox in the face and just walked out of a bat right. shooting. Ah. Oh, yeah, I've got more to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, what We're about you? Kind of similar. 
Uh, my most controversial opinion, I don't buy the relationship between Tyler and Johnny Utah at all. I think Laura Petty, like, okay, it doesn't seem fathomable that she'd go for a guy like that. I just don't buy it. Just don't buy that relationship at all. It's probably a pretty good relationship by her standards. So. Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After Bodie, he was probably fucking, yeah, awesome. I'm just going to say, Bodie's got some STDs going on. Like, he, oh, yeah, yeah that, that guy gets around. That man's got a crossy crab. <laughs> 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 Brilliant. That moves us over to our personal questions. Uh, first up, Fuzzy, what's three things that you'd like to know about this film from us? All right. So uh, surfing no longer exists in this new universe. Uh, which one of the California games is now the main theme of this movie? <laughs> now, uh, for anyone uh, who doesn't know the California games, they were a very popular game at the time. Um, and they had uh, games involving halfpipe, roller skating, BMX, uh, footbag, which is actually supposed to be called hacky sack, or flying disc, which is frisbee. So uh, I've gone with roller skating because I feel like roller skating's gotten a bad rap, and um, it'll be pretty cool seeing a chase scene through uh, LA, you know, sandy beaches and all the rest of it, and they're just roller skating around and doing stuff, and then he blows out his knee. Give give roller skating it some street cred. Rollable. It could be rollable. I like that, but with Swayze and Keanu. Uh, what was the one with Ellen Page and uh, Juliet Lewis? Oh, the roller derby oh, one. Yeah, whip it. Whip it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> whip it with Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves. Yes, so they're pulling guns out while they're playing. Exactly right. They're in president mask. Love it. I can see love it. it. <laughs> Imagine robbing your bank in roller skates. They have to like go on the the, the stops <laughs> at the front. They're like walking through. Like it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> you literally have the bank teller seeing people dressed as presidents with roller skates on clopping their way in going shit's about to go down <laughs> Sam what about you? oh god I don't know how to follow that <laughs> I'm just imagining a dude and like go, go to the vault and just goes down the stairs and then turns around and like how the fuck am I supposed to get out of here? <laughs> oh no stairs my natural enemy <laughs> god damn him uh, I'm going to go for the believability factor, and you know Johnny Utah is supposedly this ace quarterback from like Kansas or wherever the hell they give him shit about being from. So I would have said frisbee, flying disc, whatever you want to call it. I could imagine him having a good arm. I could, yeah, that because nothing is more counterculture and anti the establishment than throwing a frisbee around in a park with <laughs> <of> your friends. <laughs> Ignore the dog bite marks on the frisbee. There's nothing more than yep. that, man. We that can't call it frisbee, music. though, because we haven't actually uh, spent the money to get the frisbee brand names. It is definitely Flying Disc. Oh, sorry, uh, yes, Flying <laughs> Disc. Uh, for me, I actually went something outside, but it's still part of the LA lifestyle. I went with Venice Beach Bodybuilding. Because <laughs> let's see Keanu Reeves put on a fuckload of muscle in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a skinny dude, man. Yep. So he learned to surf into two weeks. Let's see if he can learn to get a fucking... Get his bulk on. Kilo bench press in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just like downing like an entire bottle of like protein powder and like. And yeah. you, can, you can still do the same thing with his blown knee. He's doing a leg press and it just goes wrong. Oh, Ooh. yeah, I can see that. I can feel that. All works. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Cool. What do you got next there, bud? Um, okay, so this is now a Muppet movie. All of the cast except one <laughs> have been replaced with Muppets. <laughs> so one person gets to keep their regular body. I'm going with Gary Busey uh, for this one. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I picked Busey as well. Because he's a human Muppet anyway. <laughs> he's just a caricature of what a human's supposed to be, you know? He's just like... <laughs> I, I picked Busey but for the exact same reason of I want to see him get shot with a shotgun. <laughs> I want to see him 
I want to see him punch out a Muppet in a bank to get away and ask a Muppet if they've seen his dog. <laughs> like, just imagine him getting shot Kirby. and falling on the ground. There's Kermit with a shotgun just behind <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, like uh, my, my backup answer, because I mean, Busey's the obvious answer. My backup answer was Harp, because much as I want to see... You know, like a, a Muppet get punched out. I also want to see somebody get punched out by a Muppet. I'd like yeah. to see it. Just <laughs> a juicy Muppet just lay him out. <laughs> my my backup answer was having uh, Patrick Swayze. Because it'd just be fun. Like, you know, you'd go, you, Utah gets to the party and there's Patrick Swayze making out with a Muppet. <laughs> Doing the, you know, the tequila lime thing. It'd be gross. It'd, be, it'd also be pretty funny. Like, what did you do today, Utah? I caught my first tube today. <laughs> Love I it. am an FBI agent. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, fuck that movie. <laughs> uh, speaking of beautiful, Keanu won the 1992 MTV Award for Most Desirable Male. Award I've been uh, knocked back from several times. Not going to stop me applying. Um, exactly how robbed should Patrick Swayze feel? Not at all. What are you oh, talking about? I thought, that not at man, all. He's fuck ugly. That man was 39 years old when he made this film, and he Too old is... to begin the training. <laughs> <laughs> he is beautiful. He is he is a beautiful piece of man meat in this film. I, I There is nothing sexier than Patrick Swayze in this film. I'm sorry, he's... Hugh uh, Jackman. Yeah, no, he's harder than Hugh Jackman. I'm <laughs> no, telling you not. right now. He had the surfer body down... You know, as a man of the similar age, uh, I'm, you know, I'm obviously similarly cut. Uh, so, you know, I know what it's like, what he has to go through to get that body. Yeah. Like, Keanu's nice to look at, but Swayze, man, that stirs my man bits. So imagine if they had, like, Val Kilmer instead of Swayze. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> no. No, I'm with you, Fuzzy, man. I, I think he should feel more robbed than 30 banks in four years. That's how I think he should. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just too hot for this film, man. Like, like you said before, Roadhouse. I mean, remember Roadhouse? So hot yeah. in that film too. Oh, he's so good. Swayze was a was a sex machine back in the day. He just had it all going on, buddy. You can tell he fucked, eh? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Again, STDs everywhere, rampant. <laughs> and that moves me over to my set of questions. Uh, I've sort of alluded to it earlier, but. I want to know from you guys what you think is more unbelievable. Keanu learning how to surf in two weeks. And not only learning how to surf, I'll point <laughs> out that he learns how to surf on a shortboard in fucking the middle of the night, which is... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it took me three months to learn how to stand up. I don't know how the hell this guy's doing <laughs> it in two weeks. Maybe Keanu's a better man than me, according to my wife, he is. But anyway, I want to know from you guys, what's more unbelievable? Keanu learning how to surf within two weeks, Keanu the pro football player, or Keanu having a law degree? I'd say the law degree because he knew, like, with the law degree, you know fuckloads about, like, what you can About law. About and stuff. law. And you know you can't necessarily <laughs> get your FBI badge back after you walk out of a bank shooting that your superior, your partner knocked out your superior. I, I, I love Keanu's southern lawyer bit, like, that he does. Because it comes up again in The Devil's Advocate. Like, oh. I love that stuff. He's really good no, as no. a, really believable as that southern lawyer. Football, though. I mean, come on. Like, that guy's tiny. He's going to get fucking snapped in half the first time they sack him. So, yeah, but, uh, football. That's it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. I believe more than football than Patrick Swayze being. I God. believe. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I believe. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, next question. Why the hell does Keanu let Bodie go twice? Uh, uh, because he might actually be bad at his job. 
Uh, might, might be. <laughs> <laughs> he may be the worst FBI agent I've of got all time. Service leave, and I want to get made redundant. <laughs> I just want to surf all day with Laurie Petty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, look, he just may. He's a terrible FBI yeah. agent. He's he doesn't do anything in this that would actually make you go, yeah, fuck so that so guy's Paul really- Walker. Yeah, Paul Walker may be worse uh, for many reasons, <laughs> which we won't go, to, go into. We won't, won't speak ill of the dead. Uh, nothing he does is redeemable. He kind of just guesses at stuff. Yeah. They half-ass like, the research of the first guys, and they yeah. you know, bust in that house and kill a bunch of dudes, and yeah, that's okay. Move on to the next one. And then, and then Laurie Petty finds his fucking badge. Like, yeah. that's, that's American fucking cops for you, though. Like, let's shoot and ask questions later. I mean, again, presumably, presumably any American listeners. <laughs> <laughs> so you're an FBI agent, you're undercover, and you've got your undercover girlfriend, you know, staying over at your house. Put your fucking badge in a locked drawer or something, or leave it in the car. Don't leave it out for somewhere for her to find it. It's like he's leaving the keys out in the ground and like, his gun and his badge everywhere. Like, fucking idiot. And also, how many FBI agents are working this specific case? Like, if they're doing bank robbing for everybody, like, they've got, like, at least two sets of detectives, FBI agents, working on this fucking case. They do. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like overkill. (laughs) It's almost like they were like, okay, we realize how bad this guy is. Let's just, like, let him go down his idea about surfing, and then we won't have to put up with him for the rest of the fucking week. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking get him out of the office. Go, go, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that dude out of this office. We We don't have enough tech to go around. (laughs) Oh, you found chemicals in the hair. Oh, wow. Yeah, go check that out. Yeah, yeah, go look into fridge. (laughs) Yeah, go look into sex wax for the next two weeks. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Go start harassing a bunch of, like, Nazi surfers. That's a great idea, man. (laughs) Get rid of him. He is terrible at his job. I mean, like, the the one that flummoxed me the most is that he's chased this guy through Mexico, through Indonesia, through Fiji, all the way to Australia, has a fight with him, chains him, you need to go in a cage. Oh, uh, but look, it's the best wave of all time. Okay, see you, bye. And then he just quits his job on the way out. That for me was just like, I was, I was like, at one point, has he been punched in the head so hard that he's got concussion syndrome and he's got no idea what's really going on? And then I was thinking, nah, maybe he actually just fucking wants Swayze to die. Maybe he's like, I don't want to see this guy in a prison. That's I don't want him. Paperwork. Yeah, too much paperwork. <laughs> Uh, I don't want to see him breaking out of prison or getting out, you know, earlier or anything like that. I want this guy dead. And if he goes out and serves it, that guy is dead. I reckon that's what I'm going for. Okay. okay. What if there was like an end credit scene where you see Birdie's hand on the shore and it's just like he's alive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The end, question mark. <laughs> but even better, it's actually in New Zealand and he has paddled to New Zealand. <laughs> he gets out of fucking bluff. Yeah, yeah. Just his body was- lying on a beach and it's getting pecked at by Kiwis. <laughs> Final question from me. Uh, well, mm, uh, I'm going to almost use quotation marks around part of this, one of the words in the sentence, but how, <laughs> how the hell did the director manage to get a coherent performance out of Gary Busey? Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give him, he, he's understandable enough in this movie, but I want to know from you guys, how did Catherine Bigelow, amazing woman that she is, manage to get a coherent performance out of Gary Busey? Offered him a new dog to sniff coke off. <laughs> it's still his yes. greatest story ever. Yeah. We give you a Bichon and we hide the coke in its fur. White dog, white powder. You find it. Some say I'm all over it, dog. <laughs> he's licking its paws. Yeah, like this. This was before he became. Like I think he became much, much bigger after this film. Oh, Predator yeah. Two. <laughs> yeah, Predator Two. Obviously, his career yeah. highlight. 
Uh, but like under siege, like he was he, around this time, he was making a lot of films, and this was when he started doing the coke. So that's when he started getting super fucking loose. Uh, but he was always that loose wire, like rah, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna fucking stab some dude, rah. Like he, he was always he's on edge. He's, uh, was it Fender from Futurama? Practice my stabbing. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's how he signs his contracts. Like stabs it with his, stabs his name into it. <laughs> There's definitely a lot of scenes that almost felt like a cry for help. Eh? You almost like okay, the, the writing's on the wall here, guys. How is no one helping this dude? You know, how is, <laughs> how is no one coming asked- to this guy's aid and maybe stopping him from going full blown insane? He's just asked for two meatball subs. No man can eat two meatball subs. I can. <laughs> I can smack that down any day of the week. <laughs> Anywho, that moves us over to Duty's questions. What do you got there, bud? Uh, if we had to do a female remake, recast, re-spin of this film like we got with Ghostbusters, who would Rebel Wilson play? <laughs> <laughs> we need her in there for like five seconds and she's out. So I'm Yo. thinking the, uh, the sassy FBI office assistant. Hot, Utah. Very hot. And that's it. Like, that's one line and she's fucking done. That's no, I, I would say surface because then you'd get to see a surf. Ooh. <laughs> that would be brilliant. <laughs> you, may have, you may have broken it there. Yes. So, I don't like Rebel so she's Bodhi in this film. She's Bodhi. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Rebel Wilson is Bodhi. Oh, I'd pay so much money to see that movie. For me, uh, that annoying little surfer kid that's just like, 25, eh? There's heaps of people your age. I could imagine Rebel Wilson saying that and just sitting there just growling in my chair, just, oh, you fucking Rebel Wilson. (laughs) I like it. Yep. Next one I got uh, is, instead of skydiving, what alternate extreme sport would the gang do? So we need something with big air, like big tricks, big moves, big spins. I want to see them do motocross. Motocross? Yeah, baby. Like, I, I like it. Just the, it's, it's surfing in the dirt. It's, the, yeah, it's dirt surfing. It's, it'd be so much fun. I reckon motocross would be a good one. And I know they tried to bring in a little bit of motocross shit into that, that whatever that remake was. I never saw it. Yeah, you shouldn't. Um, yeah, it's, no, it's, it, but, it's yeah, Wilson. It, it should. <laughs> it's that bad. Uh, but yeah, motocross, I think it'd be really fun to, uh, to do. Cause then you can have cool dirt bike chases too. Think like Terminator 2, but with like more dirt bikes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it'll be fun. Damn. I hate this in movies, and I don't know why I've written this down, but I've gone with it anyway. Parkour. <laughs> parkour. <laughs> Bodie's, Bodie's a fucking natural at it, man. He's like parkouring his way all through the city. Counter Reeves can't do it for shit. That's exactly what we want. It's exactly the same as him surfing, basically. Bodie's amazing. Counter sucks. Yeah, parkour. <laughs> and his knee's definitely getting fucking popped out doing that, man. Oh, like, yeah. 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 Misses a roll sometimes. I mean, parkour would be perfect if it was 2004 and we were trying to remake this movie. Like, that would be, like, you know, so hot right then. Yeah. yeah. I-, I was about to say, this was almost ahead of the curve was parkour through the city. Like, because it was. <laughs> it was the mid to late 2000s. So yeah. much so that one of my favorite movies of all time is Punisher Warzone, simply yes. because the, the director got hit up about it and that she, you know they asked her, are you going to put parkour on this movie? She's like, fuck no, I'm not going to put parkour on this movie. Like, you, should, <laughs> you should put parkour in your movie. Everyone's doing it. She's like, okay. So she just put three parkour dudes in it and one of them takes an RPG to the fucking chest while parkouring <laughs> between buildings. She was like, this is my way of saying fuck you to parkour. Lexi Alexander, you're a legend. <laughs> oh, man. Punisher Warzone is underrated as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I believe that is exactly as rated as it the, should the be. Only, the, my only negative about that film is that I wish they kept Thomas Jane. 
So then it's like a sequel yes. to the 2004 one. Yeah, especially because he did that dirty laundry video that yeah. popped up on YouTube. Yeah, that was fucking rad. Yeah, Tom Jane would have been good. Uh, I've got spelunking as my extreme sport because imagine they're all giving them like bags and oxygen and stuff, and it's like are they going to do the like the the descent, like the tiny narrow cave? Oh, okay. And shit. Yeah. Fuck that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Are they robbing a bank in a cave? Like, where's the bank? Like, <laughs> they're that, not that... robbing a bank in the sky as they skydive. <laughs> Okay, that's the... A-waving fucking robbing. <laughs> oh, they're escaping through the caves. I've got you. Imagine a chase through caves. That'd be amazing. Be awesome. Yeah. Really slow, but amazing. Yeah. I can see <laughs> it. Oh, we can't fit in there. Let's get the dog in there. It's kind of the opposite Rebel of Wilson, get I mean, in. I can see it. <laughs> well, speaking of meatball subs, the last question is, if Gary Busey is a meatball sub, what sandwich is Johnny Utah, Bodie, and Laurie Betty? All right. Well, uh, Utah is definitely a tuna on wheat. Oh, I fucking knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, he has to be. Because it's also the thing that fucking Paul Walker oh, eats in Fast and the Furious. It's the grossest sandwich ever invented. Whoever puts fucking cooked tuna on a sandwich, ugh, yuck. I've had tuna on sandwich, it's fine. It's gross. <laughs> it's my daily meal. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Why you're having tuna when you can have blue cod, I do not fucking understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bodhi is a vegan rap. As, God damn re- it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, Laurie Petty for me, she's, um, she's one of those really annoying, like, Italian subs from Subway. Oh, like so an Italian BMT or something like that? Yeah. Just one that's just, like, too spicy. Like, you're not, you're not into it. It's like, yeah, it's just a little bit too much salt. Um, uh, I was, I was going to say Laurie Petty is like when you put chips, like Smith's chips inside of two pieces of bread. <laughs> but rather than using, like, normal, like a normal person would, they'd be like spicy teriyaki chips. So they'd be really, it's a fucked up sandwich. Yeah. It's just yeah. not quite a right sandwich, right? Yeah. 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 I can do <laughs> that. They put lemmington chips inside lemmington the chips. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Man, lemmington <laughs> chips are cool. I had a uh, very similar thinking to you there, Fuzzy. Uh, Utah, I actually went with, like, triple cheese, given how cheesy some of the dialogue is in this. <laughs> But he's also with chicken that hasn't got any skin, so like skinless chicken breast or something. I had skinless chicken breast, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Bodhi as well. Yeah, had the same as you. It's some sort of vegan special. No animals were hurt in the making of that sub. And then pretty, oh, it's a very similar thing. Laurie Petty, I was like a spicy chicken jalapeno because you know it would just burn you out when you're finished with it. (laughs) (laughs) It tastes good going down, but afterwards, regret. Once you're done, it's done with you too. (laughs) I like it. What about you, Judy? Any new ones for you? I had the chicken, the the skin chicken breast for Johnny Utah. Yep, yep. The fucked up flavoured of chips inside two pieces of bread for Mm. Laurie Petty. And for Bodie, I'd probably say just two pieces of bread and sand. (laughs) Of like, course, it gets yeah, everywhere. You go with the vegan option, but yeah, of course you're going to go vegan. So, uh, sex wax for like butter, <laughs> sand, sex wax and sand. A couple of hundred dollar bills for like you know lettuce, a bit of greenery in there. Maybe crab sticks. Crab sticks. <laughs> <laughs> he made them himself. Mm, yeah, yeah. Tasty. A special one he brewed himself. Scrapes definitely. them off his own body. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty. Yeah, he gets some of that baby oil off his body as well. Yeah. <laughs> Moves us down to our final question, which is, of course, a listener question that we threw out there to you guys, our dear listeners, to answer for us. But before we get into your guys' answers and then judge you accordingly, I want to throw it around these guys and see what they've got. Uh, so, yeah, the listener question is, which famous person or character would you dress up as to rob banks? Because, obviously, in this film, we see them dress up as the dead, oh, it's not dead presidents at that time, but it's the it's the presidents, and they're, you know, Reagan, Nixon, and don't know who the mm. other ones are, LBJ, yeah. and... 
And no, the I'm other guy. <laughs> yeah, the other guy. Uh, yeah, but what about you guys? Who would you dress up as if you are going to start robbing banks? I'd probably get the Power Rangers. Not bad. Power Rangers or the Ninja mm. Turtles, but it'd be like... Like that—that's the thing with the with the presidents. They're in suits and they they wearing masks. Like Power Rangers, no, you 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 full suiting up for a Power Ranger outfit. Yeah. It's like what happened? Oh, could you tell me what it looked like? Well, it was the red Power Ranger that told everyone to get to the floor. <laughs> the yellow Power Ranger went into the vault, and the blue one just started beating the shit out of people. <laughs> and Keanu Reeves was there. <laughs> Keanu Reeves was just standing there. Okay, so I like, like it. Like that's that's got to be the best conversation to hear. Like Power Rangers are beating people up. Right, the Power Rangers rub the bank. Okay, <laughs> this guy's a fucking suspect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one's gonna believe you. <laughs> oh, All right. Um, I'm suggesting that it's got to be a person that uh, no one would suspect. So it's got to be Oprah. Uh, because Ooh. she doesn't need the money. You get on the ground, and you get on the ground, and everybody get on the ground. <laughs> You stole my line. Yes. <laughs> It'd be fucking great. It's so good. Like, who, oh, it's fucking Oprah. Oprah's got a fucking Uzi. What the fuck is going on? Like, just, I love Dr. it. Phil Gittin, get on the ground, you scumbag. <laughs> I feel like you should get on the ground. <laughs> it's just TV personalities. John Oliver. It's, it's all, it's, it's actually just like those hosts from those terrible shows. Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Fallon, obviously. Um, <laughs> or Ricky Lake, you know, Rick- retired game show host. So X or... Well, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks, yes. Yeah. Yes. Jerry Springer, Sergio yeah. Raphael. Jerry Springer, people are just going to fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we don't need to get them on the floor. They're all beating each other up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone, like- doesn't open, someone doesn't open the vault and, uh, well, the pregnancy test came back and said, uh, you're the father. <laughs> <laughs> now open the fucking vault! Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Because I'm still living in 2002, I would have gone with Winona Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> she's stealing shit anyway, man. She's got a she's got a file. So exactly, that's what here, I'm saying, here, man. And she was also in Auckland for some reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then just to mix things up, like the rest of my gang could probably be the Winona Ryder lookalikes. So you know, you got Kira Knightley, Nellie Portman. Well, that's- <laughs> Johnny Depp from uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> so, yeah, throw it out there to you guys, our dear listeners, to answer this for us, and we're just going to run through as many as we can. First up, ah, oh, the most amazing woman in the world, that is Tara Maholic. It's just said Patrick Swayze. Makes yeah. sense. I mean, sure, I guess. I mean, but the problem is no one will believe it because no one has that fucking body because there is only one Swayze. Yeah, Patrick Swayze from different films. Oh. So Ghost is invisible. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just a guy wearing a sheet. Yeah, just a guy wearing a sheet and holding a bag of money. Ooh. I'm Patrick Swayze from Ghost. <laughs> Roadhouse Swayze's just ripping out necks. <laughs> and some high-waisted jeans. I like it. <laughs> Paul from the Countdown Podcast went with Ash from the Evil Dead series. I'd also strap a chainsaw to my arm. No one would be looking up from that bad boy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and the boomstick, that. of course. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good answer there, Paul. Julio from the Contrarians said, I'd get groupies. And he's got um, Lynn Manuel Miranda. He's <laughs> just been That's on Broadway of Hamilton. Yes. Oh, right. Very popular music guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Steve from Everything I Learned from Movies went with Tom Hanks. They probably wouldn't even chase after me. That's right. They'd just give him the money. They'd be like, Tom Hanks couldn't. No one who speaks German could be an awful man. Roll granted. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be that with Tom Hanks. Like, no way he did that. He's America's <laughs> uncle. He's just so nice. Yeah. Oh, but he's dressed up as a wonderful day in the neighborhood. He's dressed up as fucking Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. That's yes. it. Yes. Oh, fuck. I Tom Hanks. Get on the ground. Count <laughs> to ten. You're all my friends, but if you lift your face off the floor, I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> 
uh, Emily Higgins from Tasis Podcast said, if it was a mask for my personal use, I'd say Sandra Bullock, but I don't want her to get in trouble for crime. Uh, I don't want to know what you're doing Sandra Bullock masks in your own private time, Emily, but good on you. I mean, um, yeah, what are you using a Sandra Bullock mask for in your own private time? That's the question that we really need to answer here. Getting like, on buses. Getting on buses. <laughs> I have experience. <laughs> Imagine just like getting on a like literally your know, bus driver doors open. You just look at the passenger, and it's just a red where to fucking Sandra Bullock mask. <laughs> Hi, fifty-five, and I'll shoot you. <laughs> uh, so she then basically turned that into Bill Murray. Yeah, I Ghostbusters. Sure. You could rob the bank as Ghostbusters. Zombie yes. Bill Murray. Oh, zombie Bill Murray. Yep, I like it. LJ Human said, "I feel like Russell Crowe would be roomy enough, and also have the plausibility, criminal <laughs> believability factor." Read out your response, Sam. <laughs> to which I wrote, hmm, just make sure that he throws a phone at someone on the way out. You'll be sweet. <laughs> Dan is not the problem. Also said Tom Hanks. I think people will respond really well to Tom Hanks. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ryan Terry said Alvira. Ah, <laughs> oh, I mean, you're not running very far in that outfit, are you? Like, no. the, the getaway is very, like, it's a slow shuffle out That's the door. two black eyes. That's what you're getting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It's very distinctive, too. Some portly gentleman in an Elvira costume came and robbed the bank. Strange thing is, guy came into the hospital with two black eyes. Don't know where he came from. <laughs> yeah. Renegade also said uh, Bill Murray. The yeah. Cinema Guys said Nicholas Cage. God damn you, Cinema Guys. You stole my answer. Yeah. <laughs> the Tom Hanks Defense Force said for Jack, it's Mike Pence. Well, he's kind of almost a president. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kyle A. Goatee said Betty White. Golden Girls. Golden yeah. Girls, Rob Banks. Nick said cool. Carl from Up. The old dude out of Up. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like it. Scoots TV said Chris Farley robbing banks down by the river. And then Michael Miller said, shouldn't it be a presidential mask to fit in with the gang? With that stipulation, I would wear Millard Fillmore. He has a funny name and no one knows who he is. Correct? I've got no idea who the <laughs> fuck That's he one is. way of getting away. Good old Millard. <laughs> And then he said, although under your rules, wearing a Keanu Reeves mask to rob a bank would be a great case of inception. Agree. <laughs> Same thing with Patrick Swayze. There we go. Uh, Glenn McGregor said John Wick. Who's going to try and stop him? Yeah. I, I mean, they want to get his autograph, though. That's the thing, right? They're not going to... Like, they're not going a- to... No one's going to go up to John Wick with this item you use to write things down with. You that's, see- that's, that's to say, okay, he's a gun. Shoot me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> When it, when he's like everyone goes to office works before they go to the actual bank. That's where, you know he just walks in there with a pencil for John Wick's holding pencils. Yeah, yeah, I like two it. Two John Wick's, two Jokers. Uh, throw it over there to Facebook and a couple of messages we've got over there. Drew Hallam from the Real Feels podcast said, "I made a joke about dressing up as the characters from Rocky Horror Picture Show on our podcast. That'd be pretty good." Okay, yeah, that'd work. Again, very re- like revealing clothing that fits into the Elvira character uh, category. Yeah, like hard just, to run yeah. in. That's what you want, eh? Hard to run <laughs> yeah, in. that's what I was going to say. Hard to run in. Lots of leather and straps. So yeah, it seals in the flavor. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's a one and done kind of outfit. Like you know, <laughs> you're buying those fresh every bank you rob. Yeah, they're going to rob banks. How can you tell? Well, someone spent eight hundred dollars on leather. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a leather guy who goes with the gun. He's next to the gun guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Topher from We Watch the Things said Sergio Ramos, and he said an only an answer only Sam will get. Sergio Ramos plays for Real United and or Real Madrid, sorry, and they cost uh, Liverpool, my beloved football team, from winning a Champions League. <laughs> that's right, uh, but he does judo trip everybody, so that's fine. He can just judo everybody in Something the bank. About soccer, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. soccer reference. It's yes. fine. Good old soccer. <laughs> we'll, we'll catch you up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Nick McAllister said a pig costume, and then he said it would forever go down as the piggy bank heist. (laughs) Winner. Yes. (laughs) We need him to write a Rebel Wilson female remake of this film. (laughs) That was brilliant. Andy Campbell had just posted a gif of Baby Yoda. Yeah, (laughs) that's Andy. Yeah. Ray Dent went with Ron Perlman. People will forever be confused about whether it was human or cats that robbed the bank. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mr. Statsman. Uh, Justin from Epic Film Guys said Charles Bronson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And a couple of our former guests, too. um, Well, Stacey didn't really want to be on this, but she basically said (laughs) she'd ever want to dress up as uh, Cameron Poe from Conair or she'd like to dress up as Nicolas Cage out of Conair. I was like, good one, Stacey. Good one. <laughs> the last two that we got, one was from Kahu, who said Winston Peters, which only makes sense if you're from New Zealand, but yeah, good on you, Kahu. <laughs> and final one that I thought was quite impressive, given that his answers on our show are usually quite stupid, was from Machu, and he said the Monopoly Man. <laughs> the, I Monopoly like it. Ma- the Monopoly Man robs another bank. He did not pass go, but he did collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> exactly. We're still trying to send him to jail. <laughs> like the news article headlines would be fucking fantastic. It's exactly yeah. what the newspapers need, right? Yeah. That's they, they live off that for a month. He went down Mayfield before catching the train. Took a chance to rob the community chest. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, that's the end. I reckon Nick McAllister this week. I reckon he gave the best answer. The piggy bank heist was probably oh, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, right there. Can't beat that. Anyway, thank you everyone for writing in and thank you to these two for joining us to discuss such an awesome movie. Now, why don't you guys uh, tell all of our listeners about The Shaken Not Nerd and Shaken Not Noob. <laughs> We're pointing at each other trying to figure out who's going to do it. I'll do it today yeah, because... Because yeah. uh, yeah, I always do it. Yeah, it tells me no. <laughs> <laughs> so you can check us out on uh, Shaken Not Nerd. We talk about movies and pop culture and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we did generally get sidetracked quite a bit, so um, like that, this week's episode, <laughs> like this week's episode, which our fans picked, and we uh, we did Judge Dread, which was we it was something. Still brought up James Marsden. <laughs> it was still something. Um, we also do a podcast called Shaken Not Noob. It's on the same channel uh, where we talk about uh, video games. So that's really fun because we like to do both of those things. So we just get to talk about all the fun shit that we do all the time every week. It's great. Um, so check us out on the Shaken Not Nerd banner. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and other places. We had TikTok, but I got rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> After I saw Dr. Cox's motivational speeches, I decided to take myself off TikTok. We tick, but we do not talk. Um, yeah, we're it's, on Twitch as well. Oh, Twitch, yes. Yeah, come and check us out. We're on YouTube. Like, we've got everything. If there's a public media, social media channel that we're not on, I'm yet to find it. Um, so yeah, check us out. Well, yeah, thanks again to you guys. Oh, it's been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. Been meaning to have you guys on for a while. And, you know, like, I was trying to figure out which ones of the Shaken Not Nerd guys to get on. And, you know, everyone loves hanging out with a pair of Ds. And that's exactly what I've got. I've got, <laughs> got a pair of Ds. Ds. I've even got a set of double Ds in the Doody Doot room. So, yeah, it's been great. <laughs> thanks again for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, you can find us on Twitter at Movie Reviews In. You can find us on Facebook at Movie Reviews In 20Qs. And you can send us an email at mritqs at gmail.com. I've uh, got a couple of upcoming episodes that I will not talk about now. Cool. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's thanks for me. Cheerio.